Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. What is happening, nerds? This is Mike. This is Bill. And this is the Comic Zone. We got our Dragon D's Balls co-host with us today, Ted. What's going on, gay boy? Whoa, coming in strong, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be a good time, but... <laughs> oh, it is going to be good. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really fun. What we're doing today is anti-heroes. The anti-heroes among us. Uh, yes. So... <clears throat> I got to kick it off. We don't we don't have any new shit to talk about as far as check this shit out today. So nope, yeah, I'm all excited about talking about anti heroes. For sure, it's kind of been my thing ever since college lit classes about anti heroes. How lit were they? They were pretty lit, man. It was pretty lit in there. Yep, <laughs> it's college, yeah, man. Bruh. It's college. That's right, bro. Literature. But yes. Yeah, that, that dad joke they was go. spread with a knife, man. Me? <laughs> Fucking laying it on thick. <laughs> That's not a dad joke. That was super hip and... That was hip funny. when we were like 10 years younger, maybe. What? The word lit? Yeah. I think that kids still say it now, don't they? <laughs> the fact that you're calling them kids proves my <laughs> point, dad. <laughs> All right, so kicking us off, what is an anti-hero, Bill? So the interesting thing is they, they're kind of like a villain, but they're not. They're not the antagonist of the story. They're not the bad guy of the story. They are often the protagonist and one of the main characters of the story. Uh, that's kind of what makes them unique. If you take a look back at the hero, um, Superman is a fucking lie. I'm just going to go out and just say as far as what it's true. The ideal it, hero that doesn't, doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. And like these stories from like Greek, you know, Hercules of ancient uh, Greece and uh, Greece, Greek, uh, Roman uh, mythology. Those were all like deities the heroes were deities and over the ages, they've really kind of stepped it down into more of a humanistic form as the hero. Um, kind of like we I would say, we always love Spider-Man cause he's the every guy hero. So are you thinking Superman is like comparable to those? He's definitely, yeah, he's, and I only say that to kind of, he's know, like a modern version of one of those deities. Like, mm -hmm. just And I the, love Superman. It's not about that. But as far as once we get into anti-heroes, I have to reject, mm. You know, well, he's um, definitely I, I, not, and he's the quintessential hero. And I have to say, I think the anti-hero is the best ingredient for literature, comics, movies since World War II. Because that's what's real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's relatable. I think any like in the boys is a good example. Is an int that's a total anti-hero. Yeah, and the and whole it's, thing. It's rampant all over comics, and I think one interesting. Did you? you uh, oh no, I was just gonna say I hate Superman. You hate Superman? Yeah, yeah you I, I think pose. he is so perfect that I I can't like him. That's that's like, the hard yeah, that's the hard part I about think it. That's, uh, a like, lot that's of why like before you kind of explained what the anti-hero was, like I I had a, like a different perspective of it. And I think why I hate Superman is because he's not doesn't have any qualities of an anti-hero really. Yeah. He's in it's that perfect idea. And that's what it was for at that point in time was, you know, during like what World War II, they America needed a hero, something to boost morale, and that's what it was. Who that's Captain kind of, America? Well, Superman. <laughs> but yeah, they're one and the same. Really, they're the well, same. Captain America is kind of like he's been more flawed though. He's been a lot more yeah, humanistic. That's what I was gonna say. Like, but uh, I think the antihero is a, can be a deeper layer down. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Is like. You know, we have a hard time relating to getting and like just liking Superman. I mean, he's just that super dated version of a hero. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But Captain America, in many ways, is the same thing. What makes him so much more likable? He's flawed. Is because he's still somewhat a human. He's not perfect, all-powerful. And he makes mistakes. Well, yeah. So my thing with Superman and why I don't like him is like I don't read a ton of comics. You guys are both aware of that. Mm-hmm. But Superman, like from what I have seen, is like every time he's in a pickle, he gets some kind of crazy new power that makes it whatever. Yeah. Like he's just he always has an answer. He's always, you know, the truth and justice, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I just don't like him. Well, and you compared him to Goku in that post you did in the comic zone in the group. Um and it just kind of explained why. I mean, you can compare Goku and uh, Goku and Superman together, and what makes Goku so much more likable and relatable is the fact that he has had to work for every last drop of strength that he possesses. Like Superman, like you said, he's you know all he has to do. Like he doesn't have to work for his strength, and he always. He seems to have like limitless strength that he can just tap into and reach a new, you know what I mean? Right. Or and like, like you said, he'll just them or gain laser vision or you know whatever the yeah. current storyline calls for. And, that's that's why I don't like. And Superman. Goku, you see him fight, literally fight for every last bit of strength that he possesses, and that makes him, you know, he's a lot like their their stories are very similar. Being sent to Earth, uh. From their home planet as it was destroyed. It's all the same. Yeah, that's but, a very comic. Yeah, trope, but like a fairly common trope. Yeah. Right. So back on like the anti-hero thing, like would can you can consider Goku an anti-hero? No. No, he's the hero through and through. Okay, so Vegeta would be the anti-hero side of that tale. I think did Vegeta, Vegeta I think was Vegeta, there goodness in him? There in Vegeta. An yeah. Any well, you'd have to. That depends on where in the show you're talking about Vegeta. Exactly. It's, it's and, like and it's like he started as Vegeta has been every single one of those things. He started as the villain, came to Earth to destroy everything, wipe everyone out, and take the Dragon Balls to get his wish and wish for immortality. He was selfish and uh, unempathetic, and he would happily kill. Tons of people just to get what he wanted. Yeah. But then later he becomes like a reluctant ally, still kind of a fucking asshole, and but not really the bad guy. And that's when he's the anti-hero. Yeah. Is he's still you can count on him to fight, but at that point he's only doing it to prove that he's better than Goku. But then as you progress into Super or even the end of Dragon Ball Z, when he sacrifices himself against Majin Buu. That's when Vegeta went from anti-hero to hero. So he kind of went through a metamorphosis through the whole show uh, into becoming what now he is full-on hero. Have you ever read the book Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka? No. No. You should. Sound, so well, it's kind of hard to read because it's translated from Russian, but he basically wakes up and he's a dung beetle. And, it's, and then uh, it's just a total surreal story. Huh. But so the, so the meta and actually the metamorphosis is not about him, but his sister who become and his family and it's an interesting. I need to reread it. It's been since college, late classes. So, question for you then, Bill. Yes. So we just went over the Vegeta stuff and kind of how he transformed from you know villain all the way up to air quote hero. But can you actually lose the tag 
for being an anti-hero? Like well, just because that, you turn Venom good. is a good example of that as well. Because over the storyline, Venom has become such a popular character that he has almost broken free from the anti-hero into the hero. So there are these like kind of cusps where they're either a villain or hero. And that just like you said, that metamorphosis, that change, mm. which I know we've talked about over yeah, is, Venom, is the great things about stories. Yeah. Venom went through that same metamorphosis. Yeah. And, uh, oh, fuck, I was going to say something. I lost it. God damn it. So you want to uh, know this? Oh, um, Venom. I was going to bring up Lethal Protector. That's probably the best version to like describe him as anti-hero. The first series, not the new series. Lethal Protector. Yeah, the original. I just read the, the newest uh, Lethal Protector and was very disappointed. Yeah, well, I'm talking about, you know, uh, you have... The number one of that, right? Oh yeah, I have yeah. newsstand in the original. Nice of the. I have a copy of it. Comic. That was not... my heyday. That was my early days of when uh when I was Billy, collecting comics. The young the young kid. Got you, Billy. Billy. Oh Billy. <laughs> Don't you lose my number? I'm not gonna unhear that. <laughs> oh yeah. Billy. Uh, from now Bill. on, you're Billy. Billy. Yeah, it's Billy from. I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna. It's Billy open from down the block. Every collecting comics. Uh, Mike, that's. Billy. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you'd be way in the I'll back. Be... Fuck off. Choke on it. <laughs> All right. So, so there's three different types of uh, anti-heroes. I think they're deserving of different of notific- uh, different classifications. Um, and this actually came from masterclass.com, and it was actually free, which was good not to have to pay for some stuff. But anyways. What do you mean? Pay for a list? Masterclass. They try to sell you classes to go to to write books or write poems. Mm. That's their shtick. That's their business model. But this was, I was happy that the website actually had free information on it. I got you. They're not sponsoring me or whatever, but Should I, be, just, I just want to give yeah. them credit for this information. Um, so there's three types of antiheroes, the pragmatic rebel. So this is the Han Solo. So this is kind of the, he's a good guy. He's, he's just a rebel. Scoundrel. Yes, and but he's not he he's he's really good at heart. He just doesn't care about the rules. He he, he you know, but you know the mean fits. You know, um, another, there's so there's a lot of different ones like this. Uh, one that it, we, we were kind of talking before the podcast, uh, Ted, and you were saying you were surprised that when you searched antiheroes, who showed up on that list? Yeah, like Tom and Jerry. Like that one still blows my mind. Yeah, like I just how they kind. I think they kind of fit into that kind of category of the pragmatic they were kind of more of a rebel but i think that was just because they were bad and mischievous and entertaining i, yeah, I mean i could see that like i don't know so, still, even with you kind of describing more of what it is like i still have a hard time seeing that fit them that's a hard another one that was weird somebody said napoleon dynamite that i had a hard time swallowing yeah I'd, he's just Unorthodox. Napoleon Dynamite's yeah. an anti-hero? Yeah, that they list that was on a list. I would love I, to hear that explanation. And like, I think it was just because he was just it's not really about it's an unconventional hero. I think that's where he kind of get lumped oh, into it. But I don't know if, you know, all, all digits I, are toes. I wonder if that means like like his motivations during the movie though. It's like too. I think everything was it's hard to like even know what the fuck that movie's about. Yeah, but like <laughs> I love it so much. It's just a, and so um, another one was the unscrupulous antihero, Deadpool. Ish, I'm gonna go with Walter White. 
there's somebody that's been put in a very oh. difficult situation and they just have to fucking break break bad and I, I, and 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 kind of do it so that is that is the 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 mold there oh the guy that you know starts out as a really good person and then he's just, just put in a bad spot uh, almost like the uh, ozark if you've seen the show ozark on netflix the, the interesting thing about walter though is like he was always uh, that subdued guy that never, you know, took risks and, you know what I mean? And that was more of him, like, letting go and just being... Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I would call Walter ever an anti-hero. He, he, he absolutely well, is. Well, maybe... I mean, okay, yeah, maybe at the beginning, and then you have that metamorphosis again where uh -huh. he goes from being really good to, you know, questionable to full-on villain like by mm -hmm. the end of the show he is not a good person you know and joker kind of the the joker the um the joker movie kind of was he was a little bit in that same kind of thing but it went to just straight on villain. That, that would be a better example i think is like somebody but still, who's but they're, they're they're doing it for a, for a good reason somewhere or there can be um so but there is a fine line between the villain and the anti-hero too Mm -hmm. um, and uh, sometimes it's some people would call Vader an anti-hero. I don't think he's a villain. There may have been times when he could have been considered an anti-hero if he chose the good. That's I think people say that just because they like him and don't want to admit they like something evil <laughs> or bad. Right, but well, as far as like like the first three trilogy, yeah, the that line you're talking about, like I have a good example of that from World of Warcraft actually. So one of my favorite villains of all time is Arthas Menethil. He becomes the Lich King. But he starts out as a paladin for, you know, basically like a church type of thing, right? Like he's a holy warrior and he eventually becomes the Lich King and he's overseeing all of the undead and in command of all of them. But like his journey there is quite similar. But like the line that he crosses is when he essentially gives up his humanity, like because he's doing everything in pursuit of saving. And then at a certain point, he just tips over and like no longer has any humanity left. So here's so that was kind of his breaking point. So here's a question on the point you were just making is like, I wonder is there's one more is, hero is, type. So is every anti-hero just a hero that is in the process of becoming a villain? No, it would be the other way too, though. Depends on the story. So one more hero type. There is the hero by any means necessary. Like the Punisher. Yeah. That's Punisher. Peacemaker, Dexter. Yeah. Right. So that's where Arthas would actually oh, Dexter's fall Dexter's such I a think. great example, dude. Yeah. Yes, so I didn't he, even consider Dexter. He's, he's killing off serial killers to feed his own his dark killing, passenger. His own dark passenger. Yeah. Did that, you watch the new season of that? No, I haven't. So good. I need to. I don't know what people were bitching about. I thought it was great. Well, we finished the old, the original series, like the wife and I, like forever ago. It's good. And I, I guess I need to watch the new stuff. See, the one I that sucks the is the original ending, you know? It's like that hurricane and all that, and then he pretends to, like, die in the hurricane. And it I, was wish, just, I wish Deb would have killed him. That was like a suit. Yes! Him. That would have been the perfect... Oh, that would have been so good. I, I thought that was going to happen. I'm like, she's... Good. She, is she just... Dude, that would have been... Fucking perfect. Bill should have been writing. Right, but then like, if, if she then they kills them, you off the option. You wouldn't have the new season. Yeah, you wouldn't need it though. The only reason they needed the yeah. new season was because people hated the ending of the original. 
Oh, does that mean they're going to redo the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, they're doing a prequel right now on HBO. Yeah, we gotta, I haven't seen that. You know what we should do? Have you watched any Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah, I've, I've wa- I watched the, ori- the original series. That's a show full of anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, almost I, everyone in that show is either a villain or an anti-hero. There are again, they are the anti-hero is the best ingredient for any. It fiction. makes more so, compelling, more messy. Like because people are messy, we create problems that we shouldn't, and we fuck around, and we, you know, fuck people over that we shouldn't, and it's just more real, relatable. Like you said, you can't relate to Superman. I don't give a fuck how hard you try. There might be moments where you can, like when he died, or I look up to him, especially as a kid. He was an influence, but yeah. Again, this is about antiheroes. Yeah. So, Game of Thrones. I can only think of one character that I wouldn't classify as as an antihero from the main cast. Who is it? One more time. I'm sorry. One main character from the from the main cast that wouldn't be classified as an antihero. Who do you think it is? The main cast. Dad. Of what? Of Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. I'm the sorry. The dad who died in the Jeez. first season. I don't remember uh, his name. Yeah. Um, Ned Stark. Ned. Ned Stark would be your... Like, as you guys were like, yeah, pretty much everybody in he, Game of Thrones, like the first thing no, that popped I said, in my for, mind was like, nah, Ned Stark, nope. Well, like, that's I said exception. pretty much everyone know, because also set, uh, uh, Sansa is a very good person. You know what I mean? Like his kids... Jon Snow, he's not an anti-hero. He's the hero. He's the hero. Um, uh, even Rot, like Ar- all of Arya his, is any, an anti-hero. Any of the Starks, yeah, Arya would be an anti-hero because she so my, pushes the boundaries of like what's okay, and she's willing to f- do fucked up shit. She, in martial skill, and this is like off-topic, but like her martial skill, her ability to fight, and like. Just how skilled she was, uh, I think she was by far, like far and away, the best fighter in that entire series. She's the best, one of the best actresses, actors. Uh, she's awesome. in that whole. Yeah, she's awesome. But like, I mean, her character, like fighting ability, like she is legit. Like one of the baddest motherfuckers in that entire shit. Mm-hmm. Just her attitude, the way she can fight, and she used that anger. To train herself to be that badass, and that mm-hmm. was, that's what makes her awesome. The, the, yeah, the the conflict, the pain, that how they overcome. Another one is the mountain. My that's he's an antihero. Yeah, I mean he did some brutal shit I early would on. Say he was like a villain. I don't know what would make him because he he, he protected the girls. He protected no, them. That, you're no, talking that about the hound. The oh, hound. the hound. Yes, the I'm mountain sorry. was just a villain. Oh, he was totally yeah, the mountain was yeah. a piece of shit. The hound. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. No, yeah, he's perfect because he is that guy who has that hard, rough exterior that he doesn't give a fuck about people. And most of the time, you'd be right about assuming that. But certain people, he has a giant heart for, like Arya. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, he's got like that Grinch-sized heart of gold. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. Yeah, he is like the Grinch in that way. It's like, that day his heart grew ten sizes more, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So, so the no. Go ahead. One thing I also want to note about the anti-hero is it goes beyond just action movies, beyond just suspense, like the comic book stuff that we're talking about. A lot of these things, there are 
instances where you can have, check this out. So a romance comedy musical that has an anti-hero in it. Mm-hmm. Greece. John Travolta's character is a rebel. You know, yeah. I would say the pragmatic rebel in that storyline. I've never... More like the Han Solo type. Yeah, exactly. Danny Zuko is the character's name played by John Travolta. I like that you laid out like the different types because that really like makes this pretty easy. I like I like yeah. that when we mention someone, we can put them in a category. Because there's different layers and different nuances. And, and and I think the anti-hero as like an ingredient can be used in any genre. I bet there are tons of romance movies that have anti-heroes as the main character. It's like that. The, I, I don't watch that genre too much, so I don't know. Okay. You got one. You got, you got something. Qui-Gon Jim. Is he the hero or is he pushing the bounds like a gray Jedi? I would, I think I would classify him pretty borderline gray Jedi. Just like, no, he was a gray Jedi. See the, like the point of the difference between a gray Jedi and a Jedi that follows the council is exactly that. Um, A gray Jedi is more in line with the old way of Jedi stuff, which basically they were knights errant. You know what that is. Right, yeah. And, and they so, were more like flow with the force. And they didn't have a council. And originally they would just, there would be a lone Jedi and he would take an apprentice and he would train that new Jedi. And it was like, there was no council. There was no, they the, the Jedi were just out there doing what they thought was best and following the force. And that's a gray Jedi. They do what the force tells them to do, not the council, which... Qui-Gon does in the first movie when they told him, no, you cannot train Anakin. Well, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to do it anyway because I the Force is telling me to. Right. So in the context of Star Wars and the Sith versus the Jedi, like he would definitely be an anti-hero in my mind. Like, See, I always want to classify them by like D&D characteristics first. Okay. Like, you know, are they lawful, good, evil, neutral? And I think you know, or neutral, you know, and I think Qui-Gon to be a neutral good character. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, he's I think pushing it, the boundaries. He's, of- he's more on the hero side with a sprig of, of anti-hero. Uh, no, all I've really yeah, like, seen of him was in the first, is within the movies. Mm-hmm. That's my only... That's really all you get. Right, but like what, what pushes him into the anti-hero thing to me is the fact that he was willing to go against the council of the good side. Here. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's what makes... Uh, that's why I said contextually in Star Wars definitely mm-hmm. definitely fits the bill. Like by what we would define as an anti-hero outside of Star Wars, I don't know. Like that becomes a little bit more gray. <laughs> <laughs> so another odd anti-hero that I came across was the dude from The Big Lebowski. Because mm. I, I think it's just more of a flawed main character but he's still kind of that rebel and it's, it's not, Such it's a not, movie, dude. it's, it's not, it's not, it's more of a comedy drama, right? Uh, uh, I think it's a comedy. Yeah. I mean, it leans in that versus it's like an intellectual comedy versus like another, I think great anti-hero movie is you talking to me at a taxi driver. Oh, that's a fucking crazy movie. Have you ever seen that? 
No, I have not. Isn't that uh, yeah, Al Pacino? Al, young Al Pacino. Uh, and he, it's pretty much just it's him the, the whole movie. The it, Joker. Absolutely. It's, it's that movie. It's uh, That movie took a lot from that, you know, but he's kind of, he's he's like the normal guy, but he just is run. I haven't seen this in forever, so I might be fucking it up. So watch it again. Not, but, you know, he's the good guy and he just gets beaten down, you know, mm-hmm. shat on and he just snaps and breaks. You know he gets why a that? Gun and he's and he's like looking into the mirror. It's like you talking to me, you talking to me. And yeah, he like he's pulls like out the gun, and so so he's like going through the expression like hold hold up somebody, and then he ends up like attacking a pimp, which is Harvey Keitel. Yeah, he walks up to him and he uh, dude selling like an, on an ice cream stand, right? I, Isn't that, that sounds it? about right. Yeah, or is that the same movie? I don't know about the ice cream stand, but y- yeah, because he, the guy's pretending to, but he's selling drugs. And then he says, oh, who the fuck are you? He says, I'm your last customer. And then just smokes him. What movie is that? I don't know. Is that not Taxi could, Driver? It, it could, I think again, it was. Again, I haven't seen it in forever, but it's just one of those ones that I that came across my eyes. I'm like, yes. You know what I thought when I watched that Joker movie? Hmm. Like the newest one, Joaquin Phoenix, was Taxi Driver, American Psycho, Mashup, is what that movie is. I'd almost throw a little bit of Requiem for a Dream in there. The insanity because of part, his, the just, delusions. Well, the only reason I don't, I say, the reason I say American Psycho is because of that. Is oh, like, he did that too, yeah. Is, is where you don't know what parts of the movie are real and which ones are actually happening. Like they Fantasy. blur the line of his perspective into what's real. Mm-hmm. And if you pay attention... Uh, you can pick out like qualities of those scenes that are consistent, and then you go, uh, you can break it down, and you can go, oh, okay, this is in his head, this isn't. Like you pick out those little things that are happening that stand, like you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that highlight the uh, more manic scenes. It's like um, it's like the scene where he in American Psycho. He goes to that apartment where he killed those people, supposedly. He gets there to go clean it up, and he's freaking out. And the lady, there's some realty agent in there uh, selling the place, and the place is completely clean, and there's nobody dead and never was. You you see what I'm saying? But he had that whole scene where he, like, murdered this fucker brutally in there. And I think he... Suppose I think he put him in the closet or something. It's been a while, but yeah. that that was my point. Is like those blurred lines of what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. So while you were doing that, I was looking at the the giant list of antiheroes on Wikipedia again, mm-hmm. and another interesting one that I came across was Kratos from God of War. Oh, yeah, that's a good like, one. Like not only is that game like amazing, but like I could see where he fits the bill real good. Like have, have either of you played it? Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I know you have. You know I, I have played like Gods of War two for, like probably, usually with these types of games I can beat the first intro level that tells you how to play, but then once you get to the real first boss, I can't get I can get stuck. Oh man, I like uh, full on Walmart rentaled that game when it came out. God of War two. Like I went to Walmart, I bought a PlayStation, and that game beat it in fifteen hours and returned them both the next day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I remember that. Yeah. I, I think, think I you, were, there. you were there for most of my playthrough. Yeah, man. Like, that was so long ago. Yeah. PlayStation yeah, so, 2. Like, 
Uh, did you play the any of God of War Five? I think is the newer one. Have you played that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Remember, I was beating all the Valkyrie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I really like like the newer take, like where he's got a son, so he's trying to be kind of on the straight and narrow, but uh, he's got all of the Norse gods kind of messing with his flow. So that that's okay. That's a good contrast between like him in the original games. And like when he was killing off uh, the Norse gods, yeah, uh, is like he was all about revenge. Then in this game, this is all about like just defending his son, right? Yeah, it's it's like like vengeance versus the defense of innocence. So I would say Kratos, um, he's gone from more the extreme anti-hero, like the Punisher, to a. It's like the one where you say he's pushed into a bad position, like the Walter White's, right? Of, um, yeah, the and so he unscrupulous. would Yeah, so then he turns into that in the in the latest game. Um, but it's also because of his the choices he made in the past. That's such a fucking great story. Oh yeah, totally. Like, I don't know if there's books out there for it, but I'd I'd love to no, read. but you can. YouTube you, playthroughs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get the story. It's if you haven't played them, they're fucking incredible. You should just just for the story's sake, and it, they would be really great books or comics. The, uh, that's what hooked me on the, the little bit of the game was the story. Like it was definitely compelling. Yeah, well, so, like just some average person who starts out average and um, gets fucked over by the gods from you know. They kill his brother. Um, because here's the deal: is one I forget which god it was. It Hades. Which one? In in which game? Like which God one? of War, the first the, game, the original. No, Hades would have been something that would have come in and like God of War. No, five. Ares. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ares, the God of War. Hades is, is Hades that. is Greek mythology. Which who Punisher is fighting right now in the most recent Punisher comic book, by the way. Fighting Hades. No. Ares, God of War. That's retarded. No, it's fucking badass. Has he got superpowers or Punisher? Yeah, he is the the enforcer god creature thing from I forget what it's called from the hand. What? And he they resurrected his wife, and they're using his wife's shell to make him their their enforcer, and he's just a brutal killer. This sounds an awful lot like just like straight up lifting story from God of War. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, I'm, because that's that's a huge driver really? for Kratos was his family being killed. Not only that, like it started out before that too. Well, yeah, that that was like uh, in the middle, but that was like the straw. I think it was, originally it was his brother being killed because uh, I think Ares heard like a prophecy that a a marked, uh, a marked anti-hero would end up taking him down, or something along those lines. I'm probably butchering it, but, um, and he wasn't marked at the time. You know his tattoos or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't think he got so. The, uh... But the mark is actually the scar on his face. Okay, that makes sense. And so I don't think he got like the he didn't get the scar. White. He didn't get the scar until 
Ares came and drug his brother away and he tried to fight them off and save him and he was cut on the face in the process and you know so it's like the Harry Potter thing so if we're talking about reused <laughs> things right it's like it's the same fucking things Voldemort decides he's going to go kill uh, this kid that lines up with the prophecy, but he doesn't know which one it is. It could have been Neville, or it could have been Harry. He decides it's Harry, and creates his own enemy in the process, and like marks his enemy. Yeah, it's dude, so and I- and then his family comes around, and then. Uh, uh, what was it? He gets covered in the ashes of his family. Right. Yeah. That's why that's he's why white he's covered. Red. He's yeah. white. Yeah. Hmm. That was. I think that was during. That Guard was War like. Too. That was like his punishment was to be covered in his family, or was it his his uh his wife and his kid? I think right. No. Yeah. But I'm saying, wasn't that like it was either punishment or like his recompense? Yeah, for like his offense against the gods. Right. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Gotcha. So it kind of makes you wonder, like, how far back do a lot of these, um, like, tropes actually go? I think as long as there's been storytelling. So the anti-hero, some of the oldest characters that were considered anti-hero were Beowulf. Beowulf. Yeah, my voice went out. Beowulf. Congrats on your balls dropping, Bill. Thank you. Yep. Just just now. (laughs) where... uh, as well as, as well as Othello and Hamlet. so Oh, Hamlet. So, I was going to bring up Hamlet. But I think we really got the resurgence kind of after World War II. I think that's when it really kind of hit. Because uh, that's when I first you get like uh, Clockwork Orange. You get um, um, books like Catch-22, Kurt, Gon- Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse-Five. Those novels were kind of the post-World War II, the reaction to the whole, this world is fucked you know, we were just, you know, and the, the reaction to the war. Mm. So I think that to me is what was kind of its pivotal moment when it became, you know, real. It's, it's been around forever. Um, sometimes they've called it the tragic hero. And I think in Shakespeare, you see a lot in those tragedies. Um, I think Mercutio from Romeo and Juliet and Tybalt could easily be considered mm. um, uh, anti-heroes as well. Cause they were that, they were the, a lot of characters. You know, misfits that you know like to stir shit up, but yeah, we're still they were, good they were, guys. They were young and mm-hmm. dumb, but they weren't like bad people. Exactly. And they got caught up in a family feud that, you know, went way overboard. That's such a fucking. It's hey, no spoiler, wonder that that story people, is so big. Die in that story. <laughs> it's no wonder that, huh? Spoiler. It's spoiler. People die in that story. Lots of people. Yeah. Everybody dies in that fucking story. You know. Thank you. And you know, if you think about it, and that seems like such a tropey story or whatever you want to call it, but it's like it makes it makes so much sense why it is so loved. Mm -hmm. Right, but that was my whole point. Really, my original question is like, how deep are these tropes actually? Like everything that we see nowadays that we view as like semi-original. Like if you dig it apart deep enough, like every bit of it is the same story you've heard over and over and over again. Yeah, sure. It's just got different pretty pictures over the top and maybe a nice rack. You know what I mean? It's, it's or, the or big. Really depends. Yeah, a lot of the story. I think what makes a good story from a bad story is how 
it happens. Right. And I think that's that's the big kind of crux. A good story is not big what's, it's big how's. How did they get there? Yep. And how did it happen? Like the end result isn't nearly as important as what got to that result. The yeah, voyage, that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. The That is totally what makes an anti-hero. Or, you know, even the villain, though. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what makes a good anti-hero, good uh, villain, is somebody that you can understand their reasoning and even in like right. especially in comic books we're, we're we are getting a lot more of that blur of the villain being the hero and the anti-hero some of the biggest fan favorites like you know somebody like lobo or even the punisher were bad guys at first that then had a lot of fan favorites so they kept them going how do you feel about that as far as like being a venom fan is like, would you have rather seen Venom stay? No. I, uh, he needed the transformation. I think any good character needs... Evolution. Evolution. Bro. and Yeah. I always come back to it. Vegeta, <coughs> I think, is the perfect example of like a character that has been written almost perfectly. Yeah, like I... Um, we were talking about this the other day. Like, I think um, right in line with that, I think Frieza's storyline is kind of starting to feel like that same direction. Like in Dragon Ball Super, when he's like reluctantly assisting to save his own ass, like in the beginning, like Namek Saga, Frieza's a villain. At this point, I would put him in the anti-hero category. And I don't think Frieza will ever get to the hero category because he's Frieza. I, I guess I can agree with that. But but he's never gonna be like Goku. Yeah. Like obviously. No, no, no obviously. Like, like he's never he's never gonna reach uh the state that Vegeta's at either. I think Agreed. I think Vegeta was able to have that turnaround because he always had that goodness in him. He he just came up in a fucked up situation and was subjugated and made to be the villain that he was like so when he cries on namek when frieza when he's dying and like he explains that you know all the abuses and shit that he went through at frieza's hand and he just fully lets go and then you go oh this is a good dude that you know came up in a bad situation it's like that kid that grows up in compton and joins gangs because he has no other choice Mm-hmm. Right. So, it's like so he always had that goodness in him waiting to come out. He just needed uh the process and the time to let that happen. That's never gonna happen with Frieza. Well, I agree. He is a legit to that, psychopath. Like to your point though, like Frieza, I mean not Frieza, Vegeta will never hit the same hero level that Goku is. Because that's not true. No, no, no. There's one thing holding Vegeta back from ever being a real hero. Is all the bad shit he's done? No, his ego. No, I don't think that matters. I think I, do, I think you're... he's still doing like there's like yeah he's he's a good dude at this point and he's doing everything to help everybody like behind the scenes but he's still very much presenting his ego forward. Okay, well, I am going to counter that with this. Think about in Super. When Goku and Vegeta... Oh, you haven't seen this yet. Fuck. Okay. Wait, what? In the manga. Oh, okay, yeah. 
uh, during the World Destroyer Moro uh, arc, the uh, Namek is attacked again. Moro wants to go there, obviously gather Dragon Balls and make some wishes. Um, when Vegeta gets there, he is so protective of the Namics that it's like weird. Like he's saving like Namekians. little uh, yes, thank you. Namekians. You're welcome. Uh he is so protective and he feels like he has to be because of all the bad shit that he did to them during the Frieza saga. So he is actually more of a hero on Namek than Goku at that point because Goku doesn't jump to say, like, there's a point where this kid is about to be hurt. And Vegeta, you know, v- Goku's slow, doesn't get the chance, but Vegeta's there and saves him. And he tells one of the elders at that point, he's like, uh, he's like, I did a lot to hurt you guys in the past. Is there any way I can really, you know, do you guys hold a grudge for that? Okay, well, I mean, with with that information, that makes a lot more sense. But like, like so he is the end of Super, like not knowing any of that was where my statement came from. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, that, that's what ego, I was talking his about. Ego being so in the way, even through the end of Super, like when he has his he has his new kid, Bola. Yeah, and he's just hanging off on the side, like, oh, I'm stoic. I'm a badass. You know but what Goku, I mean? Like, but, but Goku walks up and he says, hey, I'm going to go train with Whis and Beerus. You want to come with me? And he's like, no, I can't. He's like, my wife's about to give birth in a couple of days. You nuts? And then he gets upset with Trunks for holding her wrong. And like, so you like see him become the person he should have been. So I think Vegeta would have been Goku if he would have been in Goku's place. So let's put a bookmark in that and discuss this on the Dragon Ball podcast. But just yeah, we a, should just 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 a seed for you. Yeah, we should. What would have happened if Vegeta would have been become king of Planet Vegeta? Yeah, well, it would have been the opposite no, just way. Put a bookmark in it. We'll discuss it later. Just wanted you to think about it between now and then. Okay. So, so to go on that, you've have you heard the uh, the old story? I guess Cherokee about the wolf you feed. What is it again? So a little a a grandma story uh, that there are two wolves that live inside us. One that is evil. It's anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, uh-huh. false lies and everything bad. The other is good joy and peace. So which then they're in a constant battle of fighting. Well, I, I didn't which one side, which I, one wins the one that you feed. Yeah, I, I eat enough to feed both. You eat so enough to feed I'm both. I'm a pretty neutral kind of yeah. guy. <laughs> you know, and it's a funny joke, but honestly, I think uh, for a good balanced person, you do need to feed both. Right. But in a in a smart way. It's like, obviously, you're human. You're going to feel anger. You're going to feel jealousy. You're going to feel those negative things. Yeah, there's not but, really any containing that. But this is where be, being the captain of your own destiny, the... You control your emotions. They aren't you. I don't think you can control your emotions. You can control your reactions to the emotions. Exactly. Well, there you go. I think that's, that's yeah, exa- that's yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like you d- you don't have to let your emotions take the wheel. You can feel that, process that, understand that, and then make a conscious like when you're lucky, smart choice. But I think that's like a perfect person. Like nobody's perfect, so everybody slips up and makes shitty choices. 
everybody slips up and or or and then you have those moments of greatness where you make the right choice and maybe that's the point where you become the hero and that's why i bring it up as far as the anti-hero it is those two wolves the battle of those two wolves and that inner battle not only that but like you think about it like that really defines why we like the anti-hero so much Mm -hmm. is because it relates so closely like what you were just talking about is like humanity yeah, yeah. Like when you talk the about anti-hero is the combination of the two and the different variances that Bill was talking about is which wolf got fed it's a, a little bit balancing more. It's of like, the scale. Yeah. It's like everything weighs, and that's what I mean. To be a per, a good balanced person, you have to acknowledge you're not perfect. You're not absolutely good. You're not absolutely evil. You are the product of the choices that you make based on your emotions. So. That's what's kind of interesting about the anti-hero in a lot of cases, like the Punisher. And I definitely want to cover him. He's Because I think when you think anti-hero, he pops into your head almost immediately. Wolverine's the first one. Was he? Is, 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 like, as far as like me growing up in comic books and Marvel, that's usually my, my big lane, my main lane. Mm. Deadpool. Deadpool, definitely. But I have to admit, I think I'm a bigger Ryan Reynolds fan than Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. because hey, I've read I, uh... so much shit, shitty Deadpool comics that really good ones are few and far between. Um, but I've been lucky enough to not read any shitty Deadpool stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty selective about, and I've gone. It's been the newer stuff, so that's probably my problem. Well. Uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe one and two, both good. Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed the King and Black Deadpool, or yeah, there there was a King and Black Deadpool. That one was pretty decent. Uh, there was a whole Thanos thing where uh, Deadpool and Thanos were vi- vying for Lady Death's attention, <laughs> and I think uh, Lady Death was actually more pro- uh, partial to Deadpool. You know, which pissed Thanos off, that's, of course. That's what would make the comic, yeah. So before we get too close to the end, I have no idea how far in we yeah, are. Where, where are we at? <clears throat> about 45 minutes. Oh, damn. We so got a whole bunch I have, of time. I have two more that I'd like to discuss. First, we'll start with Thanos since we're already there. Thanos. Oh, okay. He's a villain. No, I, I, I am sorry, aware, kind of. So it depends. That's, oh, here's before, my point. Before Is you... comic Thanos, villain. Super villain. MCU Thanos, Anti-hero. Oh. Like, yeah, he's trying to I, off I, a lot of people, okay. but he's doing it for a this righteous is a, cause. I agree, because you started this off out by laying out the definition, which is, by the way, a gray area. I think that's what we're talking well, about. It, is it, it's it's like, not the protagonist. It he's exists not, it, in unless, a spectrum. Unless Thanos was the protagonist or in the protagonist team, that I don't think he could be. But do you, I think there's more a chance of Thanos being an antihero in the comics than the movie. What do you think, Van? Okay, here's a good. Whoa, whoa! whoa. I, hold no, on, no, hold no, on. no, I no. want to hear Bill defend that one. So in in some of the comics, it builds up a little bit more of a story and more about the Lady Death. But he's so you see him from his his perspective. So it's more from his point of view as him being just right. But, and this is solely because he's the protagonist. He's the main character. Okay, but my counter to that whole thing is that is purely. For his own interest. Yeah. It's definitely, it's, he is a fucking lunatic. Like a, uh, the mad Titan. They call him that for a reason because he is crazy. 
He wants to impress, and in the comics and shit, he never like really is like chilling with Lady Death. And Thanos wins. What do you mean? Uh, there's a Donny Cates comic run. Oh, Thanos oh wins. what if? What if? Not what if. It was just called Thanos Wins, and it was like a five or six part series where, where he, he he did win with the Infinity Gauntlet, and, and and then okay. he ended up killing the whole world. You get cause you get. Frank Castle as the cosmic ghost rider who becomes this like Deadpool like character. So dope. It it sounds cool, but it was kind of weird because it felt like Deadpool. It was all comic y sticky jokes, not the uh, stoic castle. Uh, and it tried to explain it. It was still it, it was still an interesting story. When I think of And I think he's just too much of a psychopath to really be in the anti-hero lane. Okay, but so but I, 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 you're you're, talk- you have valid points. We are talking about the comic version. What Ted's saying is it's the movie. It's like you look at the movie version, and O'Shea brought this up last episode. It's like perspective. Is like what do you think from Thanos's perspective? And this is actually a pretty layered question. You could answer this quickly, or you can think about it. Right. And like what from Thanos's perspective what do you think he would consider himself MCU Thanos? And like don't just be don't just oh, answer. No. He, he clearly is like he's, he's a, hero. a hero. But also he knows he's doing fucked up shit. Right. Classic anti-hero by exactly. all the definitions. So, okay, how? now now add to that the theory from the Eternals that you know there are now all these fighting going on and the big um, god titan robot or whatever is coming to eat the planet. Wasn't it a celestial? Celestial, thank you. Titan robot. Yeah, (laughs) I I knew that was totally wrong. God, that's like fucking Valerie with her bow guy shit. (laughs) Totally. That's his wife. Yeah, and and so... Arm guy from Overwatch. Speaking of anti-heroes, that's your wife through and through. (laughs) Anti-hero? Yeah. I don't know. I'd go villain. (laughs) (laughs) You know she's going to listen to this, right? Yeah, totally. That's why I said it. <laughs> no, like, so... That was the whole thing, is, like, she is, like, she'll watch the movies with us and stuff, but she just doesn't know, like, a whole lot about it, and so she couldn't remember Hawkeye's name one time, oh, so just guy. called him yeah, Bow guy. guy. And I actually looked it up the other day, Bow guy. Oh yeah, he's and like he is the first ones. fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> she is fucking, not alone. Well, she does work died. in the SEO. Familiar with SEO? Yeah, 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 yeah. She sure enough. I fucking died laughing. That shit was so funny. Yeah. So, but back to the Thanos thing. Like, I'm still. I feel like we you haven't got, resolved. Got, that. Oh, hey, point. speaking no. of Hawkeye. Speaking of Hawkeye. Before we go too th- further. Figures. Anti-hero when he off w- talking about hot guys again. No, nah, hot guy. My son does that. He'll be oh, like, no. he would be talking about Hawkeye. I'm like, yeah, Hawkeye. He's like, no, Hawkeye. And I'm like, yeah, I'm saying what you're saying, Hawkeye. <laughs> he gets so <laughs> Hawkeye. Anyway. Okay, no, speaking of Hawkeye, uh, when he was Ronan for the brief time he was in the movie, you know, anti hero, he was that guy you were talking about again put in a bad situation and just where he 
He lashed out. A little he, bit different, though, because so, like that was vengeance. Well, yeah, it was vengeance. He was lashing out in grief, so maybe he was more like the Punisher in that time. He, de- he, de- he was yeah. definitely the Punisher. And I think definitely because he 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 went to the dark side and came back. I think that absolutely... I, think I wish that, they would have covered They could do a whole movie. No, I think that would be much better served and would have been better than what they did with the hot guy. Hot guy series. Hot guy. <laughs> you know, it's stuck. That hot guy series. Uh, yeah. No, like seriously, I think that would have been a way better thing to do with his solo series on Disney Plus. Would have been covering like the build up to the Ronin and into the Ronin. They I mean they definitely covered the Ronin thing. That was kind of the motivation in the beginning anyway. Yeah, like I get it, but like I think they so could he have had gone to deeper. He definitely had to deal with like the consequences of what he did when he was Ronin. Um, fuck, that was so good, dude. God damn it. Except for Kate Bishop. Why? I, you she, don't like anno- her. she annoyed me. I liked Kate Bishop when he took out his hearing aids and you couldn't hear her. <laughs> I, I related to that scene more than anything else Brutal. in that. And Tell I us think, how you really feel, Bill. No, I hope, <laughs> he says, I don't want to hear that bitch talking. Oh, she's like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to do this and do that. It's like, don't do that. She, You're going to get okay, yourself in trouble. You, you, you know what? Gets in trouble. that. You know what fucked that up is her comedies felt so forced. Yeah, really there was there was a little bit of that. But like back on your topic, like the him trying to like help her and her just doing her own thing. Like that was I a good show. The, I think the thing that made that show so good for so many people was how relatable that is with having kids. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. You tell your kids to do shit, they're like, I don't fucking think so, bitch. I'm gonna punch a hole in this wall and then lick the light socket. And you're like, well, <laughs> I don't think that's too smart. Yeah, I didn't get that on TikTok. I just watched a video yeah, exactly. today on TikTok of this kid. He's got a fucking cape on and he's like, Dad, watch this. And his dad's like, Okay. <laughs> he's at the top of the stairs and like Superman jumps and he like thump, thump, thump. Th- and jumps up and he leans on the wall. He's like, yeah, I think you should probably not do that ever again. <laughs> that was crazy. I thought you were just going to like pretend to fly. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Dude, if dude. you see that again, he walks up. I want to see it. He, I got it saved. I'll show oh, yeah, you after. You send it. But he like leans up on the wall. The kid Boy, doesn't dude. even cry. And you can hear the wind leaving his lungs as he hits the steps. Oh, oh, he does it twice. Wait, so the kid gets up and leans on the wall? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And his dad's filming him. He's this. like, I don't think you should ever do that again. That, <laughs> that, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't think you should ever do that again. And like, let's he, not tell your mom. He's like, you're letting that cape go to your head. <laughs> so yeah, send, good. That, send that. So good. What was the other one you wanted to bring up? Um, so I was looking through the list and I saw Wario pop up on the yeah, list. Yeah, I did too. Wario. Right, I don't, I don't know about shit Wario. about Wario. He's he's yellow Mario that's an asshole. Yeah, that's purple. all you need to know. He's purple. Yellow, he's, purple. No, there's yellow. He's purple and yellow. What? His Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, so we're both right. Yeah. We'll let that is one his shirt you remember the do- You remember the his dominant color. His suspenders and hat are purple. His shirt's yellow, right? No, the, the whole thing, it's just like Mario. Like Mario's red with some blue accents. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like anti-Mario. So his primary color is yellow. He's opposite. Why would he be an anti-hero? Because, because you I, can play him in a game? Because he's anti-the hero? I don't fucking know. No, that yeah, makes I, him I, the I, bad I, guy? I'm not sure what's in you know, that story. Oh, oh I was so off, dude. His suspenders are... Yeah. Oh, I said his suspenders well, are... I knew his hat was yellow. That's what I, I thought his hat was purple. I was right. You were wrong. Let's move on. No, 
<laughs> but you no. know, I don't know enough about the story of him. Yeah, I don't know shit. The only about time I played War- is like Mario was, Kart. My whole point is, I don't give a shit about Wario. What about Mario? What do you mean? Hero or anti? Okay, elaborate. He walks around stepping on shit, man. Okay, but yeah. you know, casualties of he's, war. He's at all costs to save the princess. Oh, that's casualties of war. Okay, that doesn't mean all soldiers aren't anti-heroes. Hey, who's to say those turtles are dying? Maybe they fall down in a bed of rose petals. Right, then why do you, when you fall in the hole, you fucking die? Hey, a turtle, when you step on the turtle, they just go back in their shell and you kick the shell away. Depends who's on to how say they're dead? You put your foot down. I don't, think he, uh, I don't think Mario's the anti-hero. No, I think you could totally define think Mario as an anti-hero. No. Okay, no, like just going on like the the description that Bill gave us for the at all costs. Like he is doing that one hundred percent to save Princess Peach. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I got you. Like he's he's at the at all cost kind of guy. Like he's busting into some other dude's house, fucking up all his shit. Which, by the way, and then knocking him into a fire pit so that he can get some booty. Which, by the way, I think Peach is playing a fucked up game with Mario. Oh yeah, for I sure. I think she's going to get that Bowser D. Oh, yeah. And then when she finds out that he knows, she plays the victim. He raped me. Yep, yep, totally. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. No, so, talk like, about so, no, the villain. Talk about the villain of oh, yeah. Mario. Yeah, Peach. Princess Peach is a fucking hood so, rat. So you're going like Barney on um, like Vince Lawrence on Karate Kid. How I Met Your Mother. Barney. Karate Kid. He thought that. Uh, uh, First of all, I've never seen. Oh, I've never like fully watched How I Met Your Mother. So, so then don't worry. It's, <laughs> um, so like Cobra Kai, the the what's the what's the guy, um, main instructor? Not not Denny Russo, but Mr. Miyagi. No, the in Cobra Kai, Johnny Johnny Lawrence. Mm-hmm. He believed Barney in the character in. How I Met Your Mother believed honestly that he was the good guy in the movie Karate Kid, that he adamantly defended that Johnny, Mr. Miragi, and Daniel were the villains of that story because well, they were bullies and kind of kind of forced men, which is and then Cobra Kai kind of came out. I would say I would say you're right. I would say that's right, and also. Uh, on top of that, Johnny was in a bad situation with Crease. Uh, Yep. It's getting violent. They get these pooches out of here. They're battling. Yeah, they started off just drumming on the table, and now they're trying to form a new fight club. While we're at a standstill, Bill is dealing with the pooches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill is the lifeblood. Ted ruined the last episode of Dragging These Balls, so we couldn't even use the recording. Uh, Um, No, you... You use the recording just in much smaller chunks in on TikTok. TikToks. Yes, yeah. Uh, we just kind of we got into an episode, weren't feeling it. So this episode, this this week, uh, the episode's not out, but uh, we will be back with more Dragon These Balls. Um, what were we going to talk Friday. about? Well, no, 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 no. That's when we record Monday. Oh no, we were going to discuss like um, yeah, we're going to talk fighters against fighters or. Yeah, just in general from other universes. How their strength stacks up against other 
uh, genres, strong characters like the Hulk and shit like that. Yeah, spoilers, so not that any of you saw this coming because I hate <laughs> Superman, but I'm pretty sure Gohan could whoop Superman's ass. I'm just saying. Oh, at this current level? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So anyway, check out Dragonese Balls. We have a great time on there. If we can eventually get Bill on one, that'd oh, be yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get uh, Where was I going? I don't know. What were you talking about before that? I think I kind of wrapped up my point. I was no, just going to bring in I, some I was other... Gonna make, I was going to oh, make no, a we point. Were, we were on the Mario thing. Yeah, Mario. No, then, we're not. It wasn't Mario. Then we went to... God damn it. I wish we could go back and hear it. Oh, well. Fuck it. Go ahead. All right. So let's get back to the Mario thing. Like, why do you think he's not an anti-hero? Like, I don't... No, I agree. I After you, what you said, I think... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Couldn't most video games... Then the main character could also be considered anti-hero. Yeah, well, that's kind of the thing, though. Is like that's why we like them. Is that's why you brought up Halo earlier. That's why everybody hates Superman. I'm projecting. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm pushing off my feelings. Nobody likes perfection. Like everybody likes the flaws, and the flaws are what starts edging them into being an anti-hero. Okay, I think we're being a little harsh on Superman. No, we're not. Listen, there are plenty of. There's a time in my there life where I wore nothing but Superman underoos and a cape and ran around. Yeah, we see know. this. This is me judging you. Yeah, that's, some... that's fine. I'll I'll be. <laughs> there are plenty. There are plenty. It. I think a lot of the best. <laughs> God damn it, guys! <laughs> I think a lot of the best Superman uh, Superman stories are when he's vulnerable. Well, yeah, but it only lasts like thirty seconds, and then that's he's my point, and then he comes back to life. Right. Yeah, that's what ruins stuff. that character. for Okay, me. so it, why doesn't that ruin Dragon Ball for you? Because they fucking work for it. Well, fair enough. I guess yep. I already made that point. Yep. Mm. Way to put that in well, your back. Fuck pocket you, Ted. All over Superman. You aren't him. allowed on Dragonese balls anymore. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> so another <laughs> another good anti here. I think we should mention just because if it's comedic and very disney nature is jack sparrow Ooh, he's absolute anti-hero he also going back to my lit days of hunter s thompson that hunter s thompson was johnny depp's muse hero he was he was his muse he was you know what gave him the fuel for probably the next ten movies that he did. You know, you know what he did at Hunter's funeral. I remember watching it. He did the eulogy. Uh, the they blew up the. the, the he built a cannon mm-hmm. to shoot his ashes from because that was Hunter S. Thompson's uh, wish. Yeah, I watched the video. You know what? Video, you know how I think we that. should send this off. We're not that far, are we? We're about 20 minutes, right? 20 minutes left. Whatever. We ended on a good note. So, I, I mean, think, I think uh, I'll let you make your point, but I think when we send this off, we should talk about real life anti heroes. Oh, there's so many villains, though. I know. Well, so, I mean, it's, it'll be hard to find one. See, well, the problem with that is, I think, as we've discussed, the anti hero is. is a more honest reflection of humanity. So I would like to say we are all our own anti-heroes. Yeah. I we are a little bit a... Of, of both and it depends on which, you know, which wolf. So we is feed. it, is it that cock or the cock? 
that wow. cop. <laughs> you can tell what I'm thinking about. Jesus. Uh, no, that cop that's walking a beat, you know, on the street and, you know, is he the anti-hero? Like he's walking the beat in Harlem or Compton and just trying the best he can, but he's got to do shitty things in the process. Like he means well. Is that the anti-hero? I mean, as in far real as life, I, think, I mean, could I would you, like to what, think what would as you far cons- as cops go, I'd like to think they have a duty to uphold the law. Yeah, but do they but always? When they, they don't but always. when they take a step above and beyond the law. And let it become ego or. Or, or maybe not. Maybe if it was like, you know, uh, let's take like a country song, you know, you know, shooting Earl or whatever, you know, a battered wife, you know, uh, and then the cop sees that. Yeah. The, the the husband that's dead in a I'm ditch that's and what I'm talking about. you know leaves out a cre- critical detail detail you know they could put the wife in prison that whiskey's getting to us right, that's where you kind of <laughs> kind of edge into like vigilante mm-hmm. so okay like, okay that's a okay before you make that point what is the difference between a vigilante and an anti-hero nothing nothing at all i agree like um, vigilantes, I think. No, I think all vig- because is I think Batman all ant- an anti-hero. No. Well, no. So I think I, I think you're going Venn diagram on me, aren't you, Bill? Like all vigilantes are anti-heroes, but not anti not all anti-heroes are vigilantes. Ah, exactly. that's Correct. a good one yes. because yeah. that's a good point because there's a big jump from Batman to the Punisher. Yeah, totally. But those lines are blurred, and I think that's the cool thing. Like I said, going back to my the anti-hero is the best ingredient to fiction is because they can be either or it, it's well, I mean, it's, it's the flaw like anti-heroes are the best ingredient to reality they are reality think exactly. about it like, think that's about the it. whole point think about it as a writer for a second an anti-hero is probably your best person to start with as far as like options and how to yeah, how to take that sit character down and write a story like picking an anti-hero to like straddle the moral compass is a uh, a good way to go quit dicking with my mic. Well, you keep moving away from it like no, a weirdo. No, you keep like, moving away from it. me. Like you're not used to big hard things being in your face. Uh, that's cuz I'm not. Well, I mean, we can pretend. That's fine. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, make your point. <laughs> No, I made my point. Hmm. Now we're going to have an awkward silence. So I got some honorable mentions I think we need to throw in there. I'll do it. Just because they, they're just the difference of the variety of anti-heroes. Let's see what you got. Bender from Futurama. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Dude, such a good one. You've been making some... You're on fire this see, podcast. I, this, is, uh, this is my element. I would probably do a podcast solely on anti-heroes and uh, i could you're on fire bro anti-heroes among us the remind me to get bill a gold star yes like, i'm gonna I'm give gonna him one too you're gonna have two gold two stars. gold stars i did yeah. four and, and, and i did two twos i'm breathing out anyway the other one rick sanchez of rick and morty dude you're but he's he's another he's almost a carbon copy of bender in its own way the same archetype yeah. Different personalities, same. Is the is the story is sad because I don't remember Bender's story. Run that down for me. Uh, 
I, I've I've been a passive viewer of, of Futurama. Um I don't know I think he, he never really had a clear origin is that that I could recall. I th- yeah, I wanna either. say there was an episode where he was, was a baby and then there was some fucked up shit. Like Futurama how's that work? Huh? He's a robot. How's a baby dude? Re- don't re- question it. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't fucking question it. I just remember when he's the gender bender. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great show. Yeah, I love Futurama, man. Hey, and could you consider Fry the anti-hero flawed? If, if you can consider Napoleon Dynamite, yes, I, th- uh, I, I definitely yeah. think he's the unorthodox, unusual hero. He's on Absolutely. that wider so spectrum. Is that- is that like a an extra category that needed to be added to the antihero? No, then? I think it. I think the whole point of this conversation is that antihero is the most relatable because it is it exists on such a spectrum, and that's why it is relatable because it reaches more people. Mm-hmm. Like Superman, we come back to super. How many people? And there are people. In the world that are just selfless and great people. Yeah, like four. Yeah, exactly. But there's a very small handful of people that can relate to somebody like Superman. Right. And then same the, thing exactly. on the other end. Right. Yeah. Like, same thing on the other end. Most of us most of us exist in the in the middle there. Somewhere in that gray area that's way bigger. We are all gray Jedi. So you have that light spectrum, and that's like a sliver. You have that dark spectrum, that's a little bigger than that sliver, right? Oh yeah. But totally then in that gray, right. that that area is huge. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what makes it so awesome and relatable, and why we love. Well, that's heroes. why I, I'm so glad we decided to do this episode. Yeah, I, I want an anti-hero it, it, skateboard shirt or hat, but I I feel like a poser because I don't skateboard. But just because you it know says what's anti-hero. funny. You know what's funny? It's like we have tried hard, so hard to find like different episodes and what topics. And this was like a throw together. But this, I feel like this is one of our best episodes yet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not like, even though I'm now officially a host mm-hmm. and part of the family, like I don't really. You're always listen. part of the family. Come on. Well, yeah. But yeah, so like I, I, I'm getting drunk on this whiskey. Yeah, well, I know. I love you, bro. Turn his mic down. <laughs> yeah, mute his microphone. <laughs> ah, you <laughs> muted your own shit, fuckface. <laughs> no, I, I hit both of yours. Oh, yeah, Jesus. only Bill's talking. But yeah, so like back to your original point, like talking about like real life antiheroes. Like I think it would be easier to kind of contrast our conversation and discuss discuss like real life good people and real life villains. That's what I'm saying. I'll go like, real life villain, Bobby Kotick. What? Who's that? CEO of uh, Activision Blizzard. Okay. Mm. Like, I don't know if you guys were aware of like the whole like sexual assault and like um, violent workplace shit going on. Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. The whole Blizzard. Like, that dude it was cares like a... about nothing but money yeah. and saving his own ass. And yeah, he's a yes man. No, he's not a yes man. He's like a you you do what I say type man. He now, but. We talked about spectrums and like the metamorphosis. He probably started out as a good dude. Then he was like, yeah, do what you want as long as we get put out a good product. And now. No, no, no. He never cared about a good product. That's the point. 
Is like he... so back in the day, Act or Blizzard was fantastic, right? Like they produced some of the best. Oh, games. this is after the hostile takeover. Right. So he was the CEO of Activision at yeah. the time of the takeover. I right? gotcha. That's what destroyed Blizzard in my in my mind was that takeover, right? So he has never been that like make a good product guy. He's been that make the shareholders happy so I get a fat bonus guy. Yeah. That's always been his jam. So now somebody pick somebody good. A good, a genuinely good good. person. There is a guy. My mom. My grandma. She will never say a bad thing about anyone. I feel like you cheated. I did. Hey, that's... That's like... You you can't fault him for that. You say your mother's a saint, and you probably should. My mom. But I go go with my grandma just because just that she will never say anything bad about anyone. Even though if it was Hitler, she probably wouldn't say something. That's you know, your to a, to a, to a question, fault. You, you know what's interesting. Mustache, you know what's interesting. <laughs> we talk about perspective, and I think this is a good point. Is like when you talk about like who's a hero, who's a villain, who's an anti-hero. It's about what you think, right. or I think, or just or he thinks. So that moral that is like really like so maybe the Punisher is the hero to this guy. So maybe and, and maybe those lines don't exist to him, and he goes, "Yeah, that's fine. If he he wants to kill fuckheads, I'm cool with that." But right. then you also have somebody like Daredevil, who is maybe the step a step back. And that's why the conflict of those, the story of the Daredevil Punisher, but it is some of the best. It is always about perspective, because maybe the villain to you is the hero to me, right? And then where you get those more hard to find heroes like Superman is like, in what context could you view Superman as a villain? Right. They they try to do it all the time. They tried to like. Well, that's where the boys comes in. You know, and I think that's that's an interesting take. Where the boys—that's a in. more modern, real view of what superheroes would really be in the real world. Oh yeah, it goes back to that whole concept. Because you're never discussed. like that is the perfect storm that Superman lands on the planet and he gets raised by the best people ever, and like fuck off. Right? Yeah. Like we've had this discussion before. Like ultimate power corrupts absolutely. It you does know, every power, single time right and that's that like, but superman's different though man he's special he's no an he alien. but he's a that's kryptonian a, so that's a human trait yeah so it's okay for him to be perfect the s See? means help to eh, it, hope starts with an h stupid <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell did, that was a kryptonian. meme in the comments no that was uh the bad man oh yeah oh my god yeah i stabbed anyway. you first what's up over there bill no i was thinking for superman it's some it's the idea of it is somebody to look up to and I think relatability isn't what? relatability isn't the main factor. I think in, in originally you could almost say I there's a part of Superman that will always be true to my heart that I can never re- re- totally reject. But in a lot of ways, he could almost be seen as propaganda, as an American tool. And I could probably totally argue the same thing Captain with Captain America. America. Yeah. Um, he, well, Captain America was mm-hmm. literally propaganda to boost people's morale during the war like he was literally a propaganda piece i feel like we could have a completely separate podcast just on propaganda and like 
influence. The pushing of agendas. Yeah, the pushing of agendas through like entertainment media. Yes. Like, that that might be a whole separate thing that we shouldn't open that can yet. Dude. Well, and if you then open it up into the modern day of social media, I mean, like, oh, yeah. it's boom. Okay, we'll save that for another time, though. Like, well, no, I feel like that's like a multi-hour discussion. That is a good. That's way that's off. A, that's yeah, a okay. So PhD we, maybe dissertation, and maybe we should get more into that kind of thing. Is like the philosophical meanings of this shit. Like, so okay, I got something for you. Going back to the Punisher, and we're talking about perspectives, and I'm going to add in a little bit of this kind of cancel culture. Ish. Now, I, I hate saying cancel culture by, by saying that I'm actually giving a little bit of bias. But let's talk about the Punisher logo. So this is the Bill perspective. This is just a different perspective of why Punisher should be banned. It's not because of the racists or people misappropriating the logo of the Punisher. That, what, that's not... So, so not, that's not the bad thing. What it should be is that he's encouraging more kind of violence like these mass shootings. And that it feeds into that mentality. I don't say it should be. I, I'm, I have that no, in my I, poll I, list I, every time. I see what you're saying. But I'm saying as far as a philosophical, socio, sociological reason to not have him. That goes into the same. What is, what is the responsibility of writers and media? Okay, think about. I see what you're saying. So think about when The Matrix came out. That was around the same time. The Columbine thing happened. Mm -hmm. And so that perspective is like, oh, these movies are feeding into violent tendencies. Yep. It's like you're giving these psychopaths ideas. And like, bro. I was in Denver that when the day that happened. Really? Yep. I was in going to college at Metro. Isn't that the um isn't that where the Batman movie shooting happened? It was in Denver too, yeah. Yeah. And that was so Right on the heels of it. Sounds like I just need to not go to Colorado very often. Colorado. Well, there's that's there's all you over the place. Now. Well, there was there. a recent well, yeah, one but... in in Boulder, like at Alp or like at Albertsons or something, or King Supers. So hold on, well, back to it, the original Punisher point. Like, did I miss something? Like, are they trying to cancel the Punisher right now? No, well, they, uh, well, they, they people okay, were upset because they changed the logo. Okay, it's and here lot. is why. I'll here, show you. It's the dumbest fucking thing in the world, but here is why. It's because cops with the thin blue line thing adopted the Punisher logo on top of that. So it is associated with police brutality in Marvel. But then racists used it to... Uh, right, you know, yeah, so yeah. The, the, and then the took fringe it even, organizations. Well, yeah, that's kind of like the and then took shit, it. It's, like it was a funny frog, and now it's associated with like white supremacy and all that nonsense. Like, yeah, so... It was then, a funny frog. What the and, fuck? Yes, but so the answer marvel's answer was to change the punisher logo and they made it look like fucking dog shit i'm so against but that there's 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 more like, like there's okay there's so much wrong with like if some radical group associates give me a one symbol, more little splash if a radical group associates your thing with their horse shit like i don't understand why that's on you to uh change right like i agree i agree i think that's when you dig your heels in and you go we're not a part of that we don't support that but we aren't changing what we do so that's, that's the logo part of, 
It very much looks like the Mandalorian logo. No, no, no. You know what I instantly no, thought It looks exactly that? like the fucking Mandalorian. I hate it. Well, no, the thing that I instantly thought when I said that, when I saw that, was like something related to Predator. So uh, it's more like the, the Mandalorian. logo is coming back. Oh, good, good. Who's that? Aries. Uh, by the way, he's showing me a uh, segment out of a comic book. What, what do we got here? So this, so this is Punisher number five. And this is the current of run the, of the current run of the Punisher. The art's beautiful. So this is total spoiler alert because, like I was talking about, Punisher. It, it's it, it, he's the anti-hero and being manipulated to being even a badder evil guy, and he's starting to badder. see evil, diabolical. Because he's, you know, working with the hand. So he's being tested as far as like becoming the villain fully. Mm-hmm. And I forget what they call it, like the like the dragon or the king dragon or something. But yeah, he is like in charge of all of the armies of of the hand, and how he's did training that, how them. How did that happen? I think it just kind of it just kind of started. I mean, that's how the how as far as I oh, know, they don't really give you why. He it's just like, like he's just so this in is there. like a one off thing. So this is um, I mean, it's the newest storyline of the Punisher. So it's the new volume. Well, it'd be good if it led from something else, though. I, I think it's been a, I, I don't know. You don't it, know. It very well you could be. This I is where you. I picked up. Um, but as far as like the controversy, as far as a comic book fan, this logo is temporary. I got you, and and they're and and they're, I hope so because I hate it. Even like the covers of the well, first I mean, ones are that kind of plays into like the whole cancel culture thing. I think a lot of the shit that's being canceled at the moment is like the changes being put in are going to be temporary in a lot of cases. Like maybe not like the Aunt Jemima shit or Uncle Ben's rice, but <laughs> or the no. I get what you're saying. Is like, it's like a, a reaction? It's just like knee jerk reactions yeah. to cultural bias at the moment or cultural. Whoever Back drew that, I hope you're listening. Whoever came up with that Punisher logo, I hope we meet someday so I can punch you in the face. <laughs> well, so I I wouldn't go that far. Like I would, I'm not super I would tied to it, but I'd my go thing is, full is like, Punisher. I'd be like, you have to pay no, for so, your for what you've done. I have to take you out just because. Right, but remember, there's some anti-hero on the other side of that being told they have He's going to be like, it. no, he drew a great thing, and I'm going to be like, fuck you. Or he probably is like, somebody no. told me to draw a new Punisher logo, so I wanted to make something that the executives would say, that okay, was still a skull. but would still suck enough that, that it wouldn't last. Yeah, what I, if that was the woo? Yeah, there you go. You, you what know if what? he was a genius because he uh, made a shitty logo? Yeah. Now, see, now you want to like, hug him. I want to make something people hate so they demand it back. <laughs> right, yeah, now you <laughs> want to hug him. See? Uh, yeah, that. Fuck! This is your intervention, man. That would be my move <laughs> god damn it see look at that psychology at work fuck's sake am i the anti-hero oh yeah no, that, that, no. that's a total anti-hero move too okay here let's scale each other ted what would i be in this spectrum anti-hero hero villain anti-hero huh? bill um i think we're all anti i would be the comic relief sexy some bitch it gets all the ass. Oh, somebody's pushing it. <laughs> I think if I was writing my own before Vegeta does, <laughs> I could smash Bulma. Oh, I would smash Bulma. No, could you though? Oh, I don't care if I could, but I would. Yeah, of course you would, but could you? 
I don't know. I think I could. Okay. We'll let you live your delusional little life over there. Why would it be delusional? She's fictional for one thing. Why you got to shit on me, bro? I'm not shitting on you. I'm just saying, like, you don't work out in a gravity chamber. That's true. I would. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd hit it up once in a while. Uh, my gravity chamber's Earth. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I wish that was on video so you could all laugh I know, at it dude. I wish we could have had a picture of that. Just Bill going. <laughs> oh, yeah. <it> <laughs> He almost did finger guns, ladies That's hitting and gentlemen. the highlight reel. <laughs> that was going on the TikToks, my friend. Yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, so Bill, I would. Bill's I the hero. I, yeah, I was going to say hero, man. I he, he'd be that guy, you know. Uh, you know, he'd be that quintessential. That's funny because you hate Superman, but you would be Superman. No, I hate Superman. He loves Superman. Do you? Yeah, he said that. He was wearing the pajamas. Yeah, I, mean, you, yeah. I, 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 I see why he's flawed as a fictional character. But you would be Superman. Oh, yeah. Um, I would hope I, if I had great power, I would have great responsibility. You totally with would it. do all the right stuff and you'd be nauseating uh, with you, it. Yeah, maybe. You'd be like, ho, ho, ho. I just tank my glass into the mic. Let's let Robin go into the lake to save uh, the person you, when yeah, I just be lying. Unanimous <laughs> Bill Hero. I think Bill would make me want to vomit as far as like being so good that it's like fuck off. Nah, nah. I think we could bask in the the glory that is Bill the Savior. No, no, no. <laughs> I think Ted, you'd be close to that though. Mm. I think I would be more on the extreme than both of you guys. I'd see you as like one of Deadpool's hangout dudes at the bar. Me? Yeah, like yeah. I feel like yeah, yeah, y'all. yeah, for sure. Like, like the guy at the counter that he hangs out with. Yeah, I'd be that guy. He's like before when Cable's gonna torture him, and he's like, "Listen, you don't have to go any further." I got <laughs> that's like the funniest part of that movie, dude. Yeah, I feel like uh, the discussion that you and I have had, like personality differences, like yeah, you're like dead you center. and Bill are such an awesome contrast for the podcast. Like you're. You're more like fly off the handle on occasion, you know, tangent guy. Bill pulls you back in and comes with all the sick facts. And I feel like I'm kind of like middle of the road as far as like, I like to be kind of on task, but I appreciate a little bit of chaos. Yeah. And I think that like root of that personality applies about the same to kind of the spectrum of like villain to anti or villain to hero. Where's so mm-hmm. like you're, we're all anti hero, but you're closer to villain I'm not, being more chaotic yeah. you're not a villain by any means i'm not saying that but like bill is closer to the hero side being the you know the warrior of there's a lot of girls that might call me the villain well yeah but that, that's that's fine <laughs> but i'm much more middle of the road like i could be good it could be bad it kind of depends on which side of the bed i wake up on and how shitty my shower was you know yeah i agreed i agree so um so where are you where where are we sitting at here, Bill? About an hour and a half here. All right, perfect. So make sure to check us. We got a, putting a lot of new more videos on YouTube, yeah, so, and, and and TikTok as well. So we're trying to really branch out. All the links for all that's I need to put a I'll put TikTok on the ComicZone.com. I was gonna ask you about that. It's like uh, that's actually doing really well, which you know bothers me because your wife got me talked into it so I was, resistant for so I long. was fighting for a long time and she was right and like she would say when she's right 
Oh, she yeah. is right. So, Valerie, shout out yeah, to you once a month. And it's have you know, like we said, check us out uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, and join up the Comic Zone on Facebook. Join the group, share some memes with us, uh, and have a good time. That's where this all started from. Yep, the birth, the genesis. It really was because. Uh, originally I was hitting everybody up. I'm like, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. But I naively, uh, or in my naivete did not understand what it took to do something like this. And like, so, you know, I started as the naive hero became the anti-hero and now I'm slowly becoming the villain of this shit. Dump Bill still Yeah, Vil, er, Vil. Bill. Bill. Thanks, villain. <laughs> Send us Bill. that, Bill. I need my See, arch. that'd be even better arch, if you... Well, can we call you Villy now? Villain. Villy. go back to the Billy thing no, with the no. Millie Vanilla. Billy Vanilli. <laughs> Never should have said that. Never should have said that. That's all right. I'll let it go. It's calling him Billy Vanilli. years. Calling him Billy Vanilli would be like calling him a... Uh, you know, a phony though, because He's they are the ultimate phonies. Yep. TikToks. Let's send it show. on off on that. Billy Vanilli, <laughs> the big phony uh, baloney. Bill shaking his head, waiting no. for that to die already. <laughs> the punk professor. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, we that was a, that was a nickname that never stuck. Oh, here's hoping. Follow the Comic Zone wherever you get your podcasts. That's all the things. And the best place to go is obviously thecomiczone.com. That's where you get all the links and all the things. So, toodles. Toodles, caboodles. Fuck you, Ted. You're a little bitch. Shit happens. <laughs> Later, nerds. 